Checking that. I want to see the little light on there. Can I sit close to you? Whatever you want to do, just get comfortable. I'm trying to get comfy here. Okay. I want to be able to grab this without, uh, you know, you spread a little bit. Are you good? Mm hmm. I'm good. Oh. All right, where's Misha? There's a fireball one here. Up oh, there it is. Crown. All right. Let's do this. Okay. Get comfy. Hey everybody, welcome once again to another edition of Living the Scream! The behind the scenes of The, the Mummy and, and the, the Monkey, Monkey Show with your hosts... I'm Janet Decay, The Mummy. And I'm James Harmon, known as Grimgory, known as The Monkey. Yeah, it's uh, the 15th of January 2018, second show of the year, of the new year. Wow. We're sitting here in our living room in the warmth of our uh, our little cozy living room. In front of the pumpkin glow. It's sort of the orange pumpkin glow that we have in front of, we have, you know, if you haven't, first time here in the show, in our living room, we have a fireplace, but uh, instead of having logs and a gas fire going, or real, actually, yeah, real fire going in there, we put uh, Halloween uh, decorations, those plastic orange blow molded uh, pumpkins and stuff like that, so. And we keep them up here around, we don't. And they're lit, so we yeah. have this orange glow. And uh, we want to thank Splattertude uh, providing the opening theme song for our show all this time. Thank you, Splattertude. Mr. and Mrs. A. Gashley Ghoul out there. Um, yeah, we just used a song of theirs. I believe it's Monster Trap uh, that we use. Um, oh, cool. For the uh, opening theme song of our show. Woohoo! Woohoo! Yeah, so. Um, <laughs> We're. There's a, a lot to discuss and a lot happened today. But before we get to that, we have to do our traditional shot. Yes, we're getting back onto traditions. Getting back to drinking. Getting back to drinking. <laughs> On a school night, but that's okay. You know, it's just going to be one shot. One shot is going to hurt us. What are we drinking tonight? As always, my go-to, Dr. Jack Daniels. And my go-to show shot usually is, that's a trivia question for any of the normal listeners, you know, the regular listener, listeners out there. Uh, it's usually Jägermeister, You're but tonight... Don't spill it. I'm switching up. That's all right. I'll make the, the room smell nice. I'm switching up to a really nice uh, little shot here of Crown Royale. Mmm, my favorite. Crown all right. Royal. All right, ready? Let's do this. Show shot and commencing in three, two, one. Chars! Chars! Clink! Oh, man, that's good. I love Crown. Ooh. I usually have it It as a mixed drink with ginger ale. But I need to chase this thing. I do not like Crown Straight. I don't know. I guess just <sighs> Jack Daniels is my go-to for just drinking straight well, up like that. I know. And I'm going to wash. You're having water now. I'm going to have something I haven't had in a while. My throat is burning good. One second. I have something I haven't had in a while. It's one of my favorites, especially during the cold months of the year. It's Kentucky Bourbon Barrel uh, Bourbon Barrel Ale. Bourbon Barrel Ale. I say that three times. Kentucky fast. Bourbon Barrel Ale. Ale. And I even have, I found it at one of our thrift store hall, uh, finds, one of the uh, the little glasses that you drink it out of. It's like a, like a brandy glass. It almost glass, looks almost. like, yeah, like a brandy glass or a shorter wine glass. A snifter or something they call Sifter? it. Snifter? Snifter. Snifter? A sniffer? Mm. <laughs> Whatever it's called. Wow. Whatever you call it. You want to taste? I'll take a tiny sip. Okay. It's so good. Smooth. Man, that really sets you up. It's a nice, nice oh, that drink. That is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You never had it before? No, I've never had that before. Mm. 
But I'm going to stick with my water. Okay. Beer aged in, uh, in bourbon barrels. It's really good stuff. Uh, again, we're sitting here. I in my uh, my jammies, also wearing a, a robe that we got at one of our... Uh, it was uh, in an estate sale. A estate sale. It was from the 1940s. So I look like a little rascal's dad today, you know. <laughs> hey, is, you kids! It's this big, like, fluffy plaid. It's not fluffy. It's, well, a, not it's fluffy, like a flannel robe. But it's like a very thick, heavy, like, flannel. It's not fluffy. 1940s. Or I say fluffy for lack of a better term. It's like a, because it's a very heavy it's material. It's got a brown and red sort of plaid design to it. It's just, And it's really neat. I mean, it's and it's very comfortable. And it fits me. This is from some guy in the 40s who's you know, lounging around his house. Probably smoking Ugh. a cigar. The leg burping, just like you. Why well, the leg show's on right now. Ugh. Why is this even on? I don't know. The, ba the, the real horror is in the background. The Bachelor's on. <laughs> Yikes. I had the news on earlier, and now mm -hmm. it's just playing The Bachelor. I, I don't like shows like She's that. She's in the closet Bachelor fan. No, I am anyway, not. Anyway, and we're also snacky. What are you wearing tonight? I am wearing just a, a little... Small, slinky, mm, clingy, clingy, jammy, comfy, shirt. jammy shirt. Yes, and it says "True Artist Clothing" and it has zebras on it. I like and it. I don't even know if it's like a fancy brand. I don't care. I just know the t-shirt's really soft. Yeah, let me get me these crackers and cheese. I might as well uh, get all fancy here with this stuff. Yeah, so uh, we're we're happy to be back and hanging out with you guys. I hope you're enjoying what we put out so far. Um, if you haven't, uh, heard any of our past uh, shows, you can catch up at, um, the mummy, the monkey.com. Mm -hmm. We have a link to it on there or podbean.com under horror town or, uh, the mummy and the monkey or iTunes or I'm, iTunes, iTunes. But if you're already listening, you already know how to find us. Yeah. But just in case you want to go back. There are archived episodes uh, on these. Uh, there are on these in, in, on these platforms. So yeah. So we started the podcast what like summer of last year mm -hmm. of twenty seventeen. Cool. And uh, hopefully we're gonna keep uh, regular at it. Um, take our talking metamucil and be really regular with <laughs> having diarrhea of the mouth when we hit the um, the record button here on the on, on the app or on the program that I use to tape the show right. on my trusty. MacBook Pro, that's right. Very cool. Anyway. So let's move on. Let's get on to the fun stuff. So do we want to get into the reselling real life part of this, or do we want to do Mummy and Monkey stuff first? Let's talk about the reselling, because our last uh, show, we just, if people are listening listening in order, we talked all about Mummy and Monkey, which was great, but you know, we never, we were going to put out a second show, a bonus show, but we didn't do that last week. Yeah, we Talking never had, we never got the chance to do that. We had um, some other things come up. Um, some family stuff. Oh yeah, boy. And you know that's that could be mm. private if you like. I mean, I can go over a little bit of it, but let's uh, let's talk about so, the, the reselling. Right so now. the reselling. Um, so we could talk about today's goings ons and then what I sold during the week. Sure, have at um, it. So I, well, yes, let's back that up a little bit. So yesterday, <laughs> we did some thrifting, and and I was sick all last week as well. So that's another reason why we didn't do the podcast. I, I was fighting like some nasty cold flu virus hybrid mm -hmm. where I had cold symptoms, but I felt like I was like feverish, like off and on throughout the week. It, it really sucked. Was any of the fever for the flavor of a Pringle or no? No. Dang. No. Oh, well. So I was really, really hot last week. You're really hot right now. Temperature hot. Wow. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you. <laughs> 
but I'm happy to be feeling better. So today, well, yesterday we went thrifting because we, mm. I felt better and um, we were like kind of in that mood. We had the bug and Savers, our local Savers thrift store, one of them um, had a half off thing going on. Oh yeah, uh, like a super early. They usually have a half off on a Monday. But they had like a, it was a pre-sale. They had on the, the you know Sunday. So for they had the fifty percent off for card off. members or if you're yeah. part of their whatever mailing list, then you can get half off yesterday. Mm -hmm. So we were the first ones to one of the first ones to walk through that door. We went right when they opened Sunday morning. Yep. And I thought uh. in my head. Normally, I look at the electronic section last. Normally, I'll go through like the books and the knickknacks and. But you deviated from your normal. Yeah, because um, sometimes I have like a little routine of which sections I go to first when I hit up a thrift store. Right. But this time around, I'm like, I better check electronics first just in case because I know there's a lot of guys out there that shop electronics only. Manly men. Yes. So I'm like, I'm gonna put on my. Women like electronics. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Battery operated. Yeah. But anyway. Whoa. No, no. I do love vintage electronics. <laughs> I love selling vintage electronics. Like, you're right out of the gutters. But I did find it was a Panasonic stereo. Mm. Oh, my gosh. This thing is, is beautiful. Vintage. 19, no, not 1970s. Probably early, early 1980s. Was it, is that it, has, it has a cassette deck, and yeah. it was AM, FM, stereo, and then it has all these audio ports in the back, so you can hook it up to, like, another stereo system. It has two really nice, and this is all made out of wood. Well, it has a wood, you know. Wood, wood, wood in that metal trim. The wood case, yeah. This thing, the, the sound on these speakers is amazing. The bass is so warm, and I love it. Warm and cozy. Yeah, and I, I don't want to get rid of this one, but well, we it's have nice. another Panasonic one that we're keeping. But yeah, this one I uh, listed yesterday. He went through when we got back from our thrifting trip. Mm -hmm. He helped me test out some old electronics, and I was able to list um, like a bunch of VCRs, a DVD VCR combo. Yeah. Because some people still look for those, and if you could find them in good working order, people will pay up for them. So, and one of the things we just listed yesterday sold. Um, I mean, yeah, overnight, uh, yeah. It sold overnight. It was a Panasonic uh, VCR. Mm -hmm. And um, the guy said he bought it for his grandpa that needed a new VCR. Ah, grandpa. So, isn't that sweet? Yeah. So it I sounds get, like a, yeah, go ahead. We'll I get to pack that up in the morning. I don't care who you buy it for, just buy it. No, but that that's cool. I mean, yeah, it's tricky because you got to test these things out. All the functions have to work. You know, so you don't have to worry about a return, especially if we're charging top dollar for these things. Yeah, we want to make sure everything works right. And then if there's something on it that doesn't work, we have to note it. Right. Like one VCR you tested out, you mentioned like when you press eject, Every, it sticks a little bit. Yeah, the tape needs a little, the tra the door sticks, the, the door that the tape comes out. So you just kind of flick it up with your finger and the tape will pop out. But, so yeah, I have to mention little details like that. And then the stereo I did buy, he, he tested it for me. And um, the tape player does not work, but the radio sounds perfect. Mm -hmm. And because it's vintage, I did, you know, note everything. And, and we'll see how it goes. You yeah, know? even the, something on your bookshelf. You can, and, but the cool thing about that system, too, is that it has auxiliary ports on the back, so you could hook up an external audio, anything that you can get audio out of that has, like, AC jacks 
or a mic out jack. You can hook up anything to it. To the back of this sucker, you know. So CDs would sound the, great uh, on that. You can play any cassette tapes, you know, you can hook up another any audio outsource. You can. That's really cool. Yeah, so, so it's pretty neat. I think right now I have it at 149 or best offer. I don't remember the model number at this time. It's pretty but sweet. They had a $35 tag on it and it was half off. There was another guy like kind Ooh, of yeah. staring me down. This That creepy guy with overalls. Mm -hmm. he I was, thought it was kind of cute. <laughs> he was like giving me a death glare because I think I took the stereo he wanted to buy. My theory is that he was there Saturday, saw it. It was thirty-five bucks. He probably he probably knew about the half-off sale the next day. Thought he'd wait, and it was there, but in your cart. Yeah. For the half-off, so. So I, now I need to trust my gut and just like look at the electronics first anytime I go into a thrift store because there there's there's some good money in it. Um, you know, if you're willing to put forth the effort, but it is cutthroat sometimes. Sure. Like. Um, one time I went to a, it was a different Sabres. Mm-hmm. Pause for the cause. I Sorry, guess. taking a sip. But, like, people were bumping into me, and I was looking at records, and this guy, like, bumped into me, and then was looking at me like, oh, you're still looking. And I, I'm just like, what? No, wait a minute. You said there was a guy that kind of rushed in front of you as you were looking through records. Yeah, I'm looking. So there's two rows of records. I'm looking at the first row, and he's like right there, like right next to me. Nope. Did he make contact? Invading my personal or bubble. Just, yeah. You know, like too close for comfort. Yeah. And I'm just looking at him like, can I help you? Like, you really just did that. I was like really getting ticked off. And he's like, oh, do you need a few more minutes to look? Mm. And I was so mad, and I didn't want to create a scene or start a fight. I just walked away because I thought it wasn't worth it. Yeah. Because most of the time, it's just polka music or country music records in there anyway. But um, Or big band. Or big band. Oh, so I can go over what else sold throughout the week because I got a new phone. Wow. I, I had some phone fiasco thing going on. Um, and you know, I, st I stepped in some uh, snow that was on the floor in the foyer, and I had to change my socks yesterday too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you everything that we've done. Yes, everything. Every little thing. Acquiring minds wanted to know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so what else sold? Okay, a vintage mink first stole that sold for sixty bucks. Allen Edmonds shoes. Yeah, those shoes are. The oh, I, I had good luck with some shoes. Um, that sold for 60 And then a lot of little small stuff, but all that small stuff can add up. Mm -hmm. um, a Corvette racing jacket for $55. Um, so things are going pretty so good. So things are going good for the gist of it. And for the, for the resale, reselling business we have. They are. Um, and then today I had, um, you told me, oh yeah, Do, should we talk about the moving sale? Which one? So you, you texted me this morning <laughs> oh, saying that, that you That's saw your a moving story. sale. That's your story. Yeah, go ahead. And so I go to this thing, and this guy literally looks like Sulu from Star Trek. Hello, hello. He looks like, he looks like George Takei. He's like this oh. same haircut, same kind of size. It was like uncanny. Oh, my. So at first I was excited. <laughs> hello, welcome into the sale. Yeah. So at first I was excited because oh, Sulu greeted me. Can I help you? Oh my. Oh my. 
But everything was picked over. And he even said, like, oh, everything's been picked over. I This mm. is, like, day four of the sale. I didn't even know if there was someone in the area having a moving sale. No. Um, but I'm looking, and there was only one item that I thought was even worthwhile. Oh. And it was a, it was a Nikon um, DSLR film camera. And it looked like it was in decent shape. He told me it works. But the tag on it was $350. <laughs> so, okay, it came with some lenses. It came with the case. But I did a quick check when my phone was working this morning. Yeah. And um, it's it's maybe worth $150. Like, it's not worth big money like he thinks it is. So, And, and when I first walked in, he said, oh, yeah, everything, everything has to go. I'll price it lower. Just let oh. me know. And I, I said, well, would you take 60 for it? No. And he said, no, the lowest I could do is oh. 300 I'm oh, thinking, no. $300? No. There, like, I had a Canon camera that yeah. was DSLR that I sold once. It only went for 50 No. Like, yeah, but this Nikon one, <laughs> I thought, well, maybe I could pay 60 and then sell it for 150 only because it had lenses and this nice case. Right. You're looking to flip it. He don't yeah, know that. But, but, but he was selling to you. Even, but he was, he was kind of bilking you. Was a, yeah, yeah. But even selling it as just someone that wants to buy it, over price. 300 is way too high. Yeah. And if you're trying to sell things or even buy them, you want it to be competitively Oof. priced. Yeah, that's true. So that know. that was a bust today, but the the stuff we found at the thrift store yesterday was cool. Yeah, I mean we're, we're having a pretty good streak of luck here. Uh, you know, we call it finding out finding the things that they don't know about. You know, um, of course they, they a lot of these uh, places that do their own type of reselling, like thrift stores, they they tend to pull things out and uh, you know uh, they they either have their own reselling websites or they price them higher in those in the cap. You know, in the in the uh, Display cases that they have. Or they put it on their shop Goodwill website. Yeah, Goodwill has their um, own. Which they say, and that this is the thing, mm. like a lot of these people say they do charity, but mm. they're really corporations and they donate very little to charity. Evil corporations. And they Whoa. pay these people minimum wage to list all this stuff online when people could like list stuff on online and make a lot more. Right. If they, you know, so it's, it's. There was even a special on, on one of the news channels this morning about, um, oh yeah, you could go on shopgoodwill.com because it's charity, unlike eBay. And I'm thinking, eBay, if you buy something off of eBay, you're supporting a small business. That, right. that That's someone's family they're feeding or, or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when, when you're going to places that say they're charity, but they're really corporations, right. it just goes into their corporate whatever number but mm -hmm. i don't know i just think it's it's interesting and i you can um to be considered charity you only have to donate a really small percentage in the right. united states okay so, right. useless yeah sorry no going it's on, interesting going on a tangent no, no, here but this is your this is part of the world you know it is because this funds of our world you know yeah i mean this this is what keeps like the shop going, this is what keeps it going. Um, this is your full time gig, and it's my full time gig now. Right, and I'm also um, getting stuff in the works. Going back to Mummy and Monkey, yes. Uh, so we can plan for conventions this year for appearances as the Mummy and the Monkey. You're darn tootin'. That's right. We got uh, all that coming up, but we got Cinema Wasteland coming up pretty soon, and uh, gosh, and then Monster Bash in the in the, in the summer. But you just you just. It's just going to come by so quick. We got to be ready for it, you know. Mm-hmm. 
It does. It, the time just flies. Yeah. It creeps up. And I'm getting people emailing us asking oh. when season three will be out. Whoa. So we have to get stuff shot very soon and uh, we finished. Got a, we have a half an episode. Yeah, we have half, a, half of an episode in the can, and we have to shoot the other part of it. And that doesn't even include the movie. You know, we have to pick out a movie, and I got to do my uh, drop. You know, my sound effect drops in and everything, and edit it down to the right time. Mm-hmm. And come up with a couple Jeez. skits. What? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. It's burping a lot. Uh, oh. oh my goodness! <laughs> really? Sorry, <laughs> can't help it. It's God's plan. <laughs> it's a burp. Yes. <laughs> That's the way God planned it. That's the way God <laughs> wants it to be. The quote, the very, uh, who was that? Billy uh, Billy Preston. Holiday. No, that's <laughs> God Blessed a Child. Different God song. Not by different By different Billy. No, uh, but um, yeah, so Reese Long's going very well. Uh, we're learning and we're finding some really cool stuff. Um, hopefully we'll find some more toy related things too. That's what I'm looking for mostly. Yeah. The, t- the toys are fun to list and yeah. I do have some vintage toys still on there and some vintage Barbies. Right. Um, so that, that stuff is cool. So, um, yeah, so there's, the, everything's going great. So it's going good with the, with you're happy with the resale part of it. I am. Good. Yeah. I'm happy that things are picking up with it and we just have more things that we need to list and go through. Oh, now that's a whole nother conversation right there. I mean, we, we could talk about that for a few minutes. We're sitting on top of so much stuff in our inventory uh, hold that, yeah, I mean, we keep sourcing. So we're trying to figure that out, too. We had that discussion. That, that's kind of an interesting discussion to me is, uh, you know, when do you stop? I mean, and if you, when you stop, every time you don't go out, because theoretically, you could always find something. We, I think between both of us, if we go anywhere. We well, could find something to flip. It's definitely good to find stuff and That's, always have new new to you or unique things to list. But right. then it gets to the point where you have boxes of stuff in the basement right. or like all these electronics that need tested. And that takes time. Right. So sometimes you have to budget your time and budget your sourcing spending. So in the resale To community, try to get more money coming in by getting this yeah. stuff listed. And resellers, now I know why they call it the death pile because it's not getting attended to. It's almost like left there to die. It's not that it didn't sell and that's why they call it the death pile. It's because you're just letting it sit there. You meaning whoever has the pile of Said, yeah, but, and you, know, and you need to go through it right, and or also process it. Sits there like a you know. So it's almost like as soon as you go thrifting, you almost need to go and go through each item, like test it, clean more, it up. Yeah, the more list experience, it, get it say, done. Yeah, if you don't do that, it'll just sit there because that's the thing is that you're not so you're supposed to constantly go find stuff to sell because you don't want to miss out on the good stuff. I mean, wh- but at the same time, you're missing out on money coming in if you're not listing but, those items. But my right, my point is, is that you have to be. And I brought that up earlier before that we started taping the show. Efficiency, you know, to be efficient like that, audit, list it. Next thing, you know, source list source instead of source 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 list list source source. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's got to be like like you're saying. So you have to you have to thrift or source or wherever you're getting your stuff from, right. and then list it almost right after or maybe the very next day at least. Right. So you can then again go out and source because you need new stuff to list. Right. Because like some of the stuff I bought yesterday, and then stuff that you found were right. like, um, you know, vintage cups, glassware, stuff that needs washed and cleaned and the, up before reality, you can even list it. And the re- the reality of all is that there's always going to be the the days we go out. 
and we find something or we don't, and then we walk away, and maybe that next hour when we're gone or the next day when we're not there, that's when something cool gets put out, you know? Right. That ha you know, sometimes we're there before but it gets put out. At the find same it. time, so. there's always going to be something to find. Always. That's there's the point always of it. going to be stuff. But that's the point of it. You know? now, now, one day you might go into a thrift store and you might not find anything big, but that's okay because there'll probably be something the next day or in a couple days. Where there's always going to be something. Though. I mean, but there's usually something. Yeah. And some people will only sell books. You know, they're only scanning for stuff on Amazon or they only sell. Um, clothes and I don't think that's good either because then you're so limited to just one thing right when there could be but, like 20 other things that you could sell but I've seen people other resellers that have that down like the ones that sell clothing to me I think is great because they have the the only thing that they use are like the uh, poly mailers to just like simple bags that they mail stuff in you know uh, the, the the tear resistant bags and they're done they have those are their supplies they have that paper to print their labels on, and that's it. And just the places to put all these clothes. They're not worried about different boxes and this and taping it up, blah, blah, blah. They, so in a way, if you can get that working for you, that's not a bad way to go. But you'd almost have to find, like, so So there's someone on um, YouTube that only sells, like, men's designer, like, nicer, mm -hmm. dressier clothes. Because then he's listing less but getting more money per item where right. like his average sale is 50 or 60 bucks. Right. So then it's like, okay, well then you have to know if you're going to do clothing, you have to make it worth your time. I mean, unless if you wanted, but at the same time, I guess it depends on what's available to you in your area. That's a whole other thing too. No, um, no, right. If you're hunt, yeah. Like another reseller that is popular on YouTube, she mostly sells jeans because she lives in Kansas and that's pretty much all that's available at her local thrift right. stores. It's um, like an adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> you have to sort of adapt to what you're... But right. So anyway, but getting back to what we're talking about as far as uh, the, the reselling business part of our lives, it's going good. We're having a lot of fun. We're not bored of it at all. No. Finding stuff. Some of it's kind of regular everyday stuff. Some of it's very unique and it's always a thrill, you know. Oh, well, did, you, did we talk about the medallion on the last episode? Um, I think we did. I think we did. Yeah, that did sell for one thirty nine. It was a medallion I paid a buck for. And you could see that on our little vlog that we put up called Sales from the Thrift Crypt. We're up, we have five episodes up on YouTube. Yes, yeah, so we do have video vlogs called Sales from the Thrift Crypt. And that's on our Mummy and the Monkey channel. On and YouTube. That's, yeah, on YouTube. And that's the same channel that our regular Mummy and the Monkey show is on. Right, so everything, all Mummy and Monkey on our Mummy and the Monkey YouTube channel you can there's tons of it up there right now so I even think. when we're not mummy and the monkey there are video vlogs that you can watch of us if you still yeah. want to see our our uh, faces yeah our real faces our, <laughs> our true real selves. our true selves so yeah I'm, I'm thinking one day we'll have to do uh, we'll have to go out thrifting as mummy and the monkey that could be fun we have to get someone to do the camera oh my gosh but that could be really fun that would wow imagine all the stairs we would get that would be awesome wow and we're going to talk about that Speaking of that, in, in the next half of this, uh, of our show, um, we're going to, oh, I hear that, hear that music? Here? Oh, no, oh, where'd it go? Listen. Oh, there it is. There it is. Yeah, hear that? That means we have to go to break. Uh, as always, I have a, a spooky little story I pulled down for you. You get to check that out in between the little break we do here. And we'll, we'll be back with the second part of 
living, living the, the scream. scream. That's right. So uh, hang in there. Enjoy the spooky little tale. We'll see you on the flip side, baby. I'm scared. Me too. Hold me. Okay. close now and sit in the dark. You're in for a scary one to send the icy chills a scampering up and down your spines. <laughs> I calls it devil octopus cause it's the spawn of the devil right out of the deep, yes. <laughs> Once upon a night in a forest, whilst a woman was a lowering a bucket into a well, a slimy monster come a-slithering and a-wreathing up out of its lair in the dark water, sliding its long, sucking tentacles out o'er the sides, oozed its big black body a-dripping up o'er the top of the well. Sparking blue flames out of the glowing caverns of its bulging red eyes. Yeah. It snaked out one of its inky wet tentacles tight around the woman. And he lifted her up fast and whipped her a screaming wild down into the well. <laughs> yes, and then he oozed and slithered off through the forest and toward the sea, disappearing for years complete. Till last evening. <laughs> Twas then that I seen him arising up out of the deep and a-heading for the shore. I watched him through my long glass. I seen him for real, a sliding and a oozing through the village yonder. He oozed a slithering up the side of a house in the village. Yes, like a monster's horrible hand, all blue, black, and slimy. Yes, his long, searching fingers and bloated jelly body slimed out of sight down the chimney. <laughs> Oh, I heard the screams and the screeches of the people who was attacking down in the house. Yes, I heard them loud and wild. <laughs> oh, it was wonderful, bad, delightful, horrifying. Yes, yes, whilst Devil Octopus was a slithering back up the chimney to the roof. Word got around, and the whole village become afeard and panic upset, like they was crazy, and whilst people was a-running and a-trampling on each other to get away, old devil octopus went a-wreathing and a-oozing through the alleys, across the town cemetery, and into the sea, leaving naught but a path of slimy poison where he'd been. Oh, ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> now, when the night drizzle started down, he's out again. He's a slimin' and a sloppin' fast back o'er the fields toward the village. His snaky black tentacles all a-weavin' and a-squirmin'. His horrible big head and monstrous fat body squidges slimy up and down as he moves. Oh, yes, he can't be stopped, cause he smells the human blood. Oh, yes. <laughs> he pops up without warning. He moves fast, lightning fast. He's out there now, a-thinking up his wicked plans. He'll hew a ghastly path right up to your door. He'll tear you to pieces if any catches you. So nail up your windows tight. Lock up your doors. Stuff up your fireplaces, cause he comes in a slithering like the wind. There! There he is a-busting in your door. Oh! Oh! Listen! Listen to me! If you want to be saved, all you men, grab an axe! Keep chopping at him hard! Harder! Harder! Oh! Enchanting! Ah! <laughs> I'm completely satisfied. Everybody, welcome back to Living the Scream. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hope you enjoyed that spooky tale. Uh, trying to find some really obscure stuff, but and uh, yeah. So you see, uh, we have to listen back so you can hear what I do with them. We just I record these things. We'll and take your word thing. for it. But we have fun doing. It. Yeah, no, they're, they're it's really cool. Anyway, uh, I'd like to hear from you. If you want to uh, write us, you can write us, uh, email us at... You can email us at themummyandthemonkey at gmail.com or send us snail mail, a postcard or something like that. Um, P.O. Box 35534, Cleveland, Ohio, 44135USA. Oh, thank you, Janet, for the update on where to write us and then talk to us and communicate <laughs> with us at the Mummy and the Monkey. <laughs> and then there's always the Mummy and the Monkey.com. We've got the Facebooks, the Instagram, yes, the we social are, media. We are all over the place. We got this covered, right? We got it covered. And the uh, social media. I need to be more of a social butterfly and post more Mummy and Monkey stuff. Yes, we both do. I'm not the best at trolling, and I used to have fun, oh, like, shoot. sitting there for hours just posting in different groups. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we need to, yeah, so, um, okay, so we're going to talk about... Mommy and Monkey. The Mommy and the Monkey show, finally, my gosh, people have been waiting to hear about... Yes. People, what's up with the Mommy and the Monkey? People are emailing us saying they haven't heard from us in a while. They mm -hmm. want to know when season Oof. three is coming out, and when we're getting action figures. 
Wow. And if we're going to start a Kickstarter. That would, now see, you were, we were talking about a Kickstarter at one point, like how, you know, what would be the, the reason to do that? And that would be one of the, uh, that would be a good reason. A good thing to get behind because we, we're going to need bucks to get that done. Uh, from what I do know, I am sort of in the, uh, the business of, of product development and product manufacturing. Um, and it, it, it costs a little bit of money to get things like that tooled. So, uh, well, we're also in the works of talking with, oh my goodness. So what I could do is get a hold of, we're, this we're talking with some local artists that they make their own figures, vinyl figures. and do paintings yeah. and, and have merchandise. That's true. Of yeah. their own stuff that they designed. The fellow's names are Rick and Serge. That's right. Surge and Destroy. Surge and Destroy. <laughs> yeah. So they do their own paintings. They do custom, like they have their own merchandise line. Yeah. So we are, um, in talks with those guys to try to get more information on getting things um, produced that are mummy and monkey related. So yep. maybe like fancy little enamel pins. We need to uh, do research on the figurines. So we are working on it, guys. Um, like I said, I mean, most of the, the show stuff like we do on our own. So it is a lot of work when we're doing that and working jobs to sustain ourselves. Right. But it's no excuse because a lot of people, because even those guys, Rick and Serge, what they do is amazing. They're IT guys by day, but they do, uh, they have a whole line of like artwork. They paint on uh, vinyl records. Uh, they do some really cool spray paint stencil and, uh, you know, what do they call it? The silk screening on records. Like uh, in, in our shop right now, we have some monster themed ones. They're really neat. Uh, and they're 10 bucks. That's awesome. Original for paintings of, for 10 bucks. For a piece of original art. That's really good. So you got to come into the Thrift Crypt if you're local. We're located at 13349 Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Yeah, stop in, say hi, maybe even uh, buy some of the stuff that we have laying around. Uh, have some cool stuff that makes good gifts or stuff for you to take home and put in your abode. And then on our website, we also have a link to our Store Envy uh, page oh, yeah. where you can order Mummy and the Monkey t-shirts and DVDs. And uh, hopefully soon, action figures. <laughs> and, and comic books. And comic books and enamel pins and All kinds underpants. Woohoo, that'd be great. A mummy and the monkey thong. Grim Gory <laughs> banana hammock. A banana hammock. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Yeah, who knows? I mean, the sky's the limit right. with, with the mummy and the monkey show. So, uh, ideas for, for, for episodes. Um, we... We discussed last time about doing a, a live episode, and it's evolved into maybe even doing it from our shop uh, in in the late evening to where we have a little bit of an audience. Well, we should start with perfecting the live videos. Oh, for sure. By we need to still get a better webcam and make sure the lighting is set up just right. Mm -hmm. um, and then we wanted to have a meetup with Dino from the Late Late Horror Show and Horror Town. Um, to um, discuss managing a live show and switching the video back and forth. Whoever could do that, if it's him, so I don't know. that would be amazing. Yeah, or if we just learn how to do it, you know, we we should have some backups too, some redundancies. Well, right, right, but th this is a learning experience, oh. and it's nice when if when when people off when you when have some friends that, yeah. offering their the, help the and ropes. knowledge. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So I say, you know, let's learn from this so track. we can learn to do it ourselves at some point. But yeah, it's before nice. before the first quarter of the year's out. It yeah. would be nice to do a live show. Maybe for Valentine's Day, do our next live show. Maybe. I have to look at the calendar and now see if... Are you talking about just what we did before where it's just sort of a hangout? Um, no movie? 
I'd like to show a movie. Okay. Well, that should be, yeah, considered. I'd like to do a live show while we're working on season three. So there's something for people to watch. And that way it's more interactive too. And then. um, Well, that's what I like about the live thing. Yeah. I I think that's, that's going to be probably where it's at. I mean, we're still going to work on season three, but people really like the live hangouts. Or uh, see, that's the question. Are they their own thing? Or is it something that's part of a season? I know it's kind of, I see it as like the branding thing, like like the monster thing, the mystery movie. It's more of a special. It's not actually an episode of our show. It's a special that we put out that's not that doesn't have to do with the continuity of our regular show. Or unless if we find a way to put that in like a... The Hangouts could be their own thing. You well, if I mean? there's a way to have the Hangout as like a, a its own episode, it might cut down... On production and editing and having to do all that. So what do you guys think? Should we just um, try to do our regular scripted episodes and keep that on? and, and just, As its own thing, a six-season episode. As its own thing. Our six-episode season. Or should we um, focus more on the live videos and make it more interactive and more like, you know, a broadcasted, like the old school, like, uh, you know... Watching, live, yeah, like live. Saturday live, like Saturday Night Live, or watching your your late night horror movie host on TV on a Friday night. Yeah, but they're live; it's not taped, right? Because so. you, that's the cool thing about the internet is the fact that you can do something like this. You can broadcast, but here's the other thing I was thinking: you could broadcast live, and at the same time, simultaneously, is that where they use for that? We could have uh, the camera just a still shot taping the whole thing and that way later on we can go back and edit a nice clear without the you know the lag that sometimes you still get from streaming uh episode that we can actually dvd and sell you know have for available later for purchase you know as an actual episode that looks good and hasn't doesn't have to be down i think because on the on the google stuff youtube stuff they they watermark that stuff we could crop it out, but I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, Google, well, because if you do it through Google Hangouts, they do watermark it. But I'm thinking through, like, like another program, they probably don't. Because you're using their platform to stream it live to but not, YouTube. But not record it. No. So off, if we have another well, camera if it's, recording if it's everything, on... I can go back and edit the stuff and, you know. And, and edit it all together. Yeah, I mean, we can have show. another camera set up. That wouldn't hurt anything. I just just have it record the whole time. Right. We just record the segments and, you know, yeah. stop and play, just like we yep. do now. But the live show would be, so is a live show once a month, twice a month, you know? Uh, whenever, whatever we could do at this point. I mean, since we have, we uh, have to do that other stuff. Sorry, mm. I keep, my leg is itchy. Well, I don't know that. <laughs> I don't know if it picked up. Oof, no. Let's cut that. That's that sound you're hearing is her itching her leg. So there you go. <laughs> if you can hear anything at all. The the weather is still really cold. We had like two warm days, yeah, and it's, it's just been crappy outside. Yeah, it's snowy and slushy and cold. And Cleveland, Ohio, is definitely being Cleveland, Ohio, right now in January. It's definitely living up to what it's. It's usually it's what we're used to. Yeah, not not like last year. We had one or two snow bad snow days, and that was pretty much it. It's supposed to be warmer like this weekend, but yeah, yeah it's just been like cold, and it makes your skin really dry and itchy. They know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, let's, let's stick on with the mummy and the monkey. So, 
yeah, um, let us know what you guys think. We appreciate the feedback. And then I also wanted to point out we are getting viewers from all, or listeners and viewers from all over the world. So Australia, Australia, England, Canada, I Korea, think. Or was it China? China. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. So it's interesting that, to, <laughs> that people from all over the world, shout out to everybody internationally listening. Hope you're enjoying our little program here. Hope you uh, like our shows because, I mean, that's the cool thing. As long as the country doesn't ban certain content, you can watch The Mummy and the Monkey just like anything else, anywhere, anytime, wherever you want, in the comfort of your own home. Yeah, so we appreciate the listeners out there. So thank or in you. Or your office. Or... Domo arigato. Gracias. Merci beaucoup. All that stuff. That's about all we know. And I think that's all I know. And thank you. Yes. Grazie. We'll learn some more. We'll learn some more thank yous once we know where you're listening. Dankeschön. We'll, yeah. See, that's uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. And uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. It's it's much appreciated, and we we'll hope you know we're we're gonna keep trying to to bring you the quality program we we've, we've brought you so far. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so <laughs> oh, when I started working on it on another decay costume. A new Janet Decay costume. Do yes. tell. What, what's it look like? In and out of being delirious from being sick all week, I was uh, trying to modify an old dress mm. and um, attach some bandages to it. And it's a short little getup. It's uh, like a little little clingy dress. You got this idea from the uh, the flappers? The, uh, yeah, I display. was inspired by uh, when we went to the art museum about two weeks ago. And right. they had uh, a jazz age, 1920s display, Aha. which had um, a lot of the 1920s, like the flapper girl dresses. Mm. So, And since uh, Decay, her whole backstory was she was a silent film actress in the 1920s and uh, became cursed when uh, the studio used... Um, ancient Egyptian relics from the Cleveland Museum of Art that were wow. cursed. So and the curse preserved her for decades. It, it turned her into a real life mummy. Oh my! And, and she's still around as a mummy girl to this day. To this 2018, day, she's running around. Twenty eighteen, a hundred about a hundred years later. Crazy. I know. Now we've picked up. Speaking of old films, went to Half Price Books today. Oh yeah. Let me get those. Yep, we finally spent this gift certificate given us given to us by uh, our good buddy Jim and Tabitha Van Sice. Jamoka, as he's known out there. We went to Half Price Books and got some. Uh, I picked up a ton of comic books. Yeah, do you want to read off some of the titles? Yeah, yeah. It's a Hanna Bar DC put out a line of Hanna Barbera based books, and one was uh, called Future Quest. It has like Johnny Quest and a bunch of uh, Gigantor and all these like. Really cool. I don't know if it's Gigantor or not. Or no, uh, Frankenstein. The robot Frankenstein. But um, it, they, they made a little team out of all these different Hanna-Barbera uh, uh, cartoons. And there was a, a line of comics called Future Quest. Based on that, I got some of those. that I, Back issues I didn't have. I got Lady Death, an issue of that. Uh, a title Marvel Comics put out called Fear Itself, Fearsome 4. It's like Man-Thing, uh, She-Hulk. It's like Morbius and Howard the Duck. As a team. Howard the Duck was from Cleveland. I found it. That's true. I found a kitchen sink comic. And this is pretty weird that they had this in there for a buck. But it's Nard and Pat. Pretty cool stuff. If you're in the kitchen sink underground comics from the 70s. Found one for a buck. Not too bad. And Liberty Meadows. Drawn by Frank Cho. He's a really cool comic book artist. Really love his stuff. Oh. And there's the one that you picked out. Married with Children. Issue number one. Ooh, baby. From Nap. 
From Now Comics, yeah. Yes, and all its like late 80s, early 90s glory. I didn't even know they had one. This is really a cool find. I might already have it, actually, but... No, really? Yeah, because I'm such a fan of the show. That was one of my favorite sitcoms. You were eyeballing that box set that they had of the whole Mary with Children yes. uh, show. That was pretty cool. That was such a funny show. Almost got bought. And it was way ahead of its time. Way better than Modern Family. It was like raunchy Archie Bunker. Yes, it was. It was very raunchy. Good show, though. Very cool show. Okay, so, so the, now, these movies we these got. These movies. I was fascinated because they had one whole section of, like, the campy old B movies. Mm -hmm. So I gravitated to that, and I'm just staring at all the titles and reading every cover. And so I found two that, that I love, um, and they're, like, uh, compilations. So one says, uh, Forgotten Terrors, four bone-chilling movies on one two-sided DVD. So this one has The Phantom from 1931, The Intruder from 1932, oh. Tangled Destinies from 1932, mm. Dead Men Walk, 1943, and Dwight Fry is in that one. Really? Yeah, that, so I'm looking forward, because I don't remember ever watching these. Or... I was just, re there's, there's a Facebook uh, Dwight Fry appreciation page I just saw last night. And then uh, this other one is Creepy Cowboys. Now, this was cool because... Four Weird Westerns, and the titles are Tombstone Cannon from 1932, hmm. Vanishing Riders, 1935, Wild Horse Phantom, 1944, and The Rawhide Terror, 1934. Wow. So these were probably shorts they uh, played at the movie theaters back in the day. They kind of combined and made into a movie, you think? Probably, but the titles are cool. It might have like ghost stories. Um, so it's like one of those. Uh, it's like um, like a mashup. It's like western meets horror. Yeah. Yeah. That we played a movie on one of our uh, Mummy Monkey episodes. It was a uh, Christmas, uh, basically a Christmas episode. I think it was from season one, right? We did, or no, season two. Season two. Yeah, we played. Uh, what 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 was that called? And it had like the robots in it. Yeah, it was a Gene Autry movie. Uh, it's where, uh, yeah, Gene Autry, and it, it was a serial that, and we have the collection, it's like a ton of episodes, but for, uh, they condense it into like about an hour and a half movie. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's Gene Autry meet, uh, that gets abducted by these uh, underground city, ancient city dwellers, you know, that have their, some old city, like from the Sumerian days or something like that. They all went underground. But yeah, it's a really, it's a really cool, interesting, you know, mashup of genres. So, uh, and that's what this sounds like too. So, so yeah, I'm interested in watching these and then seeing if yeah. we could, um, seeing if these are indeed in the public domain. Oh man! And I, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, Love And if they are, maybe we could show one of these because these these look cool, and I don't remember any other host showing anything like this. No, or those other mo movies on the other desk. Never even heard of them. So. I mean, they could have gone under other titles. Sometimes you look up a Maybe. movie and it has two different titles. But I gotta say, I, I don't, I don't, I don't recognize any of those. Yeah. So and I'm, I have a lot of these compilation discs, and I have. And also, this, um, I would like to carry movies like this in the thrift crypt. You can. Those are like probably really cheap to buy wholesale. Retro media, yeah. So I'd like to see if I can mm -hmm. get these wholesale. I think people would like that kind of cheesy stuff. Yeah, we bought them. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, so yeah, 
<laughs> so yeah, so <clears throat> as far as Mummy and Monkey goes, we're still banging at it. We're still trying to put stuff out. Got a ton of ideas. We're going to try to finish up an episode this weekend or tape the At least get everything. Yeah, get the remainder shot. And then maybe a little promo video as Mummy and the Monkey. Or or at least get some new, like, still photos out, like, behind the scenes or something. Yeah. So don't, uh, yeah, don't despair. More Mummy and Monkey stuff coming at you real quick uh, within the next week here. Yeah. Maybe we could even, like, after we shoot the stuff we need for uh, Season 3, Episode 1, maybe we could do a quick YouTube live. Okay. Just do like a Q&A or something. Mini hangout? A mini hangout, yeah. We should. Because I had fun last time when we did it for New Year's. That was really fun. It was a lot of fun. Really different. We have and, to look uh, into webcams. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, they, they're they pretty Oh, I, I could have, uh, shoot. But we had bought one today at Best Buy. We were at Best Buy earlier and I could have looked at their webcams, but I was distracted by making sure I have a working phone. Yeah. <laughs> Got to, you know, fight one thing at a time. We'll, we'll, we'll tackle that one next. Right. Oh, one well. at a time. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. We'll get the ball rolling on this next season, and uh, let's see what else uh, Mommy and Monkey was. Planning for conventions. So, yeah. Um, unfortunately, I don't know if we'll get to make it to Horror Hound Weekend in Cincinnati um, at the end of March, but Cinema Wasteland is in April. We will be there. Absolutely. Um, I'm also trying to make reservations for monster bash That's in PA, because right? we had so mars. much yeah it's in mars mars pa the mummy and the monkey can invade mars again once again again yeah. maybe the bone jangler will be there this time again oh that would be amazing yeah for round two that was so much fun to hang out with the bone jangler and all those other movie hosts that was definitely a night i'll never forget the bone jangler and then we got to meet penny dreadful yep oh that's great the witch um and uh who else Cinema, Cinema Insomnia. Cinema yeah. Insomnia. That was uh, Mr. Lobo. He Monsieur was, Lobo. Yeah, he was there. He was cool. Yep. Got an interview with him. There were so Met many. artists. Little John was there. Little John Rinaldi from Big Chuck and Little John. Yeah, he and for Ron, you Clevelanders. Ron Garstick were there looking for uh, possible vendors to uh, bring to their Gilardi Fest event that they had the following uh, October. So, who knows? We, I mean, this was our first Monster Bash last year, and we had a blast at the bash. We did. And looking forward to it. Now that we know the ropes a little bit. Now I hear they're going to have one in October also. They're Whoa. trying to do um, a show kind of like Cinema Wasteland. Where but the, that they, close together? I know, right? Mm. That's going to be too close together. Cinema Wastelands are spread out like, you know, uh, early spring, you know, early, late fall. Right. So they, they want one in the summer and then <laughs> in October. Huh. They, they, they usually do, like, a drive-in, like, movie event every October. But it, it's big enough it could probably support the, uh, I mean, the turnout there was, was very impressive. Yeah, I mean, the fans are loyal enough where I think people would still go to it. But and they get the, I don't know if we'll get to do, go to that twice. Well, I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting Michael Berryman this time at Cinema Wasteland. Oh, he's really nice in person. I met him um, maybe six or seven years ago when he was at Wasteland. We should try to get an interview with him. That would be great. That'd be really neat. I wonder if you'd do it. So for this year's Cinema Wasteland, we need to do more um, celebrity interviews and have more thought-out questions for the um, interviews. So right. I'll let you think of stuff because you're sometimes you're better with putting words together. <laughs> putting things in your mouth, like words in your mouth. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you know, try to be good for something there. <laughs> or I'll have an idea for something and you help complete it. Like you'll finesse it or something. 
work your little charm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like how you say that. But, yeah. Then but. What, what other shit? Well, there's um, Horror Hound Weekend in September we could try to go We've to. We've never done that one. We've never gone to a Horror Hound Weekend in and September. When's, when's Motor City Nightmares? When is their only oh, show? Oh, and Motor City Nightmares is at the end of April. Right. So, oh, I should contact them to see about tables or guest yeah. status. The April, there's a lot going on. There is. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know if we could do two shows in April. We could try. I mean, we could look at the calendar and see what we can manage. And, and I know I loved Motor City Nightmares, and we went there before, like a couple of years ago. Um, but sales-wise, it wasn't good for business. It was great. Uh, great people, great people atmosphere. And, and, and networking, but... Yeah. But, we, yeah, sales were really... I mean, that's not their fault. I mean, maybe we just don't have the right... So, so maybe if we go, maybe just go for a day and maybe share a table with someone that day. Maybe. And and then it's... Go for, like, uh, a Saturday and just be in and out. Yeah, because it's, like, what, a two-hour drive? Night. Yeah, stay one night or just come home that night. Mm-hmm. Maybe to cut costs down. Yeah, because that's another thing we have to think about now with the store. We can't be closed that much. And plus, when we're doing the out-of-state shows, mm -hmm. uh, behind the scenes, there's, like, tax stuff I have to think about, too. Consider it right. Oh, boy. The complication, the drama, the layering of, <laughs> of adulting. It's, it's adulting really, is tough. It's tough, yeah. I mean, we're <laughs> monsters, but, boy, we still have to pay our taxes, you know? We do, yeah. It's the like paying the mafia is. or something. Well, <laughs> even worse. But no, but I love this country. So we're gonna do. Yeah, it's get. You need the infrastructure. You need the, the to be able to pay for all this stuff. So if only we had health care. Yeah, well, I'll shut up. That's, that's a, a whole other. That's not our show. Can yeah. of worms. That's not this show. Yeah, we we got to have a separate venue for that. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Dead, white, and blue with the mummy and the monkey. Yeah. Maybe you never know. We get a little political. Maybe during the next uh, campaign, you know, the next uh, presidency. We'll, we'll, we'll get we'll back somebody or we'll run. Count Chocula for president. There you go. I'll back him up. I would vote for Count Chocula. Hmm. Not Booberry. Oh, why not Booberry? What did Booberry do? And not Yummy Mummy because that cereal's been discontinued. Yeah, but what about Fruit Brute? That's been discontinued. Yeah, but we need you know something different in the White House. That I mean, be... I mean, is he gonna come back then? Fruit Brute. He's Fruit Brute. Of course, he'll come back. Okay. What? Anyway, <laughs> whatever. Fruit fruit, jeez, oh man. Fruit fruit. So we've got some uh, movies to watch, some editing to do. I think he's hanging out with Fruit Pie the Magician. Remember him from the Hostess Cupcake? Uh, no. There was Fruit Pie the Magician. For real? Yeah. I thought you were just making that up. No, Fruit Pie. It's a real thing. Yeah, it was a little 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 pie, like a little fruit pie that wore a top hat, had a cape and the wand, the old thing. But that was the cartoon. You could look that up. Wow. Yeah, Fruit Pie the Magician. Fruit Pie the Magician. And Fruit Brute. Fruit Brute. Yeah. All these. Oh, and the what about the Frito Bandito? These All these now that are considered po politically incorrect. Yes. All I these think. old mascots. The Hamburglar they took away. Robble Robble. Mary McCheese. Now that was because they were they, they thought it was like enticing kids to eat uh, their food. Yeah. They, they took. They took. Um, they got rid of all the, um, McDonald's, like, little mascots. side mascots, because there was Ronald, Mc there's always been Ronald McDonald, but then he had, like, all these other characters, and they, they got rid of them, so, like, Grimace, the Fry Kids, Mirror McCheese, you should look him up, he's great, um, the Hamburglar, 
Now they have Obiso the Clown. <laughs> well, they were trying to promote a healthy living or active lifestyle, but it's like, if you go to McDonald's, it's not healthy regardless. And the so. fries guys, the fry guys are now the, the type 2 diabetes guys. <laughs> it's like they they just had to like rename them to get it to, to work. Now it's oh, okay. That's, that's terrible. No, but no. I, look, I love McDonald's, so there you go. I just thought the little mascots, the little characters, were cute growing yeah. up. I like, never looked at them as like like encouraging kids to eat there. Well, that's the thing too. Like I I guess growing up, we didn't go there very often. It was only a special treat. Right. Right. That's how but, it should be. I think. But I think now people just eat there every day and they probably shouldn't. Oh, well, we're looking for trouble. Yeah. But, you know, there's that, what's that movie that came out with the guy that ate there? Super Size Me? Yeah. Yeah, he ate there for... Yeah, if you haven't seen that, look it up. It'll really gross you out. I haven't seen it, but I get the gist and I'm I good. I think it came out in like 03 or 04 and that's why they don't do <clears throat> super sizing anymore because of that, that documentary. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So that's why they stopped doing the supersize. Every Jeez. time they asked him if he wanted to supersize his meal, he had to say yes. And he ate these this this food like every day for that's a month. Insane. And he almost had liver failure. He almost died. Oh, geez. Anyway, wow. It kind of got... Uh, We're like way off topic Way now. off topic, way off track. But hey, that's how we do it sometimes. But we are working on stuff. I know we're just yeah. BSing right now, but we really are like... It's just... We, we need to work, too, so it's just getting that right balance and, and getting things going. Yes. So, new year, new goals, and we will get some stuff out there, Mummy and Monkey related. And uh, I, I will get more listings put up, too. And we thank you for your support. We thank you for listening to the show, watching the shows, uh, writing us, letting us know what you like, what you don't like. It all, everything means something to us. And thank you for all the feedback, guys. We do appreciate yeah. it. We love it when people send us stuff. Um, let us know what they think about it. Mm -hmm. um, so check us out on themummyandthemonkey.com for Facebook, Instagram, our contact information, as well as the eBay store and our store envy page. That radio. And with that, we're going to wrap up this edition of Living, Living the, the Scream. You guys have a good night, and we'll talk to you, or we'll, you'll let us talk to you next time. Good night, good fright. Mwah. See you later, alligators. <laughs> and there's nothing, nothing, nothing I can do. Won't you give me a chance to say our romance? Cause it's easier to say. It's easy to say